Welcome to the Leading for Impact podcast, where we spotlight influential leaders in the nation's second largest school district, LA Unified. I am Sofia Mendoza, director of the LA Unified Instructional Technology Initiative from the Division of Instruction. Together, co-hosts Jamie Galgana and Francisco Canche bring you the voices of leading experts and practitioners who are making a positive impact on teaching and learning in their communities for all learners and families. On this episode, we have the pleasure of learning directly from the Los Angeles Unified School District Board of Education Vice President and District 4 elected representative, Mr. Nick Melvoin. Born and raised on the west side of LA, Vice President Melvoin's election to the board in May of 2017 follows a career of advocacy for our city's youth. As an LA Unified board member, he has focused on putting students and families at the center of district decision-making by increasing parent and community engagement, making the district more transparent and accountable, directing more resources to schools, protecting our most vulnerable students, and bringing a new spirit of partnership and collaboration to LA Unified. Vice President Melvoin began his career as an English teacher at Markham Middle School in the heart of the Watts community, where he also coached soccer and baseball, all the while helping his students launch a school newspaper. He holds a Bachelor's of Arts from Harvard University, a Master's in Urban Education from Loyola Marymount University, a law degree from New York University, where he was a Root Tilden Kern Public Service Scholar. In addition to serving as a teacher, board member Melvoin worked in the Obama White House with the Domestic Policy Council and the U.S. Attorney's Office, where he took part in various civil rights investigations. He is a graduate of the Jewish Federation's New Leaders Project and the New Leaders Council, where he has chaired the Jewish Federation's Educators Network. His commitment to solving educational inequity was first sparked when as a volunteer at Camp Harmony more than 16 years ago. Please join me in welcoming Vice President of the Los Angeles Unified School District Board of Education and District 4 elected representative, Mr. Nick Melvoin to the Leading for Impact podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks to Sophia for that incredible introduction. Really appreciate that kind introduction and you welcome me on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Melvoin, for joining us. That was quite an impressive list of experiences that you've had as a teacher, coach, mentor, advocate, and leader. So let's start there. Let's tap into your past a bit. Who is Nick Melvoin and what has brought you here today? In what ways have you made an impact in the field of education? Who is Nick Melvoin? Nick Melvoin is just a kid from LA trying to make a difference. You know, Sophia alluded to it. I mean, my passion for this work was sparked when I was a volunteer at a nonprofit that I now run. I'm the camp director of a nonprofit program that works with a bunch of our students. We actually just had our first sleepaway experience over President's Day weekend since March of 2020. 
And that opened up my eyes when I was a kid growing up on the west side of LA, the potential of students in our city, but also the challenges that were holding them back. And so after graduating from Harvard in 2008, I came to LA Unified as a teacher. I graduated on a Thursday. I started teaching summer school that Monday. I was teaching at Markham Middle School in Watts, a local district south, board district seven, represented by my colleague, Tanya Ortiz Franklin. It was actually really meaningful. I got to join Tanya and our new superintendent Carvalho at Markham a few weeks ago. But that's where this began for me. And at Markham, I saw yet again, the potential of students and teachers and educators, but the challenges that were holding them back. When I got to Markham, only 4% of eighth graders were proficient in math. There was turnover of administration. There had been five principals in three years. And it wasn't fair to the kids and it wasn't, wasn't fair to the educators. And then in my first year teaching, this was 2008, 2009, I and thousands of my colleagues around LA got a pink slip because this was during the recession. And it, it just led to more disruption. And so that is what catalyzed for me an interest in advocacy. I ended up suing LAUSD on behalf of my students. And this was the Reed case. Sherelle Reed was one of my eighth grade students, Reed versus California, arguing that these layoffs that were disproportionately impacting poor students of color were unconstitutional. We ended up settling with the district. It's a settlement that I then had the, you know, ironic, I guess, privilege of helping to administer when I did get elected to the board. But that for me sparked an interest in law. And so I went to law school, spent some time working at the ACLU here in LA and then in the Obama White House and came back to LA, missed the city, missed working with our young people. And so started organizing parents around school improvement until I decided to run for the school board in 2017. I got elected in May. It's hard to believe it's almost been five years. Some days it feels like 50. But yeah, my North Star has been, how do we make LA Unified the premier district in the country? We have so many of the raw materials that are, we have all the raw materials. We have incredible students from pre-K to adult. We have incredible educators, cafeteria supervisors, bus drivers, special ed aides, principals. And we just need the system, the bureaucracy, if you will, to support their success rather than stand in the way of it. And that's been my mission on the board. Mr. Melvin, well, first of all, I appreciate you being born and raised here from LA. And you mentioned that your North Star is, you know, just making this better where you were born, where you were raised, where you're giving back, where you worked, your community. And you mentioned we have all the raw materials. You mentioned student potential. You also mentioned we have a new soup. So now that we know a little bit about your past, will you share with us how you're currently leading for impact as a board member for the second largest school district in the nation. What are some of those interests right now or projects, initiatives you're working on to advance teacher and learning and fulfilling that student potential? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm really excited. I have right next to me, I don't know, I know we're on a podcast, but the superintendent's 100-day plan. And, you know, I joke that if you have 100 priorities, you have no priorities, but I'm someone who's had 100 priorities since getting in office. And what a few years it's been, you know, we had teacher strike and wildfires and COVID and I am excited that we were able to bring in Superintendent Carvalho from Miami to help lead some of the change that he was responsible for there. And so, you know, for me, it's about, again, this orientation of getting the school district to support its students and its educators rather than stand in the way. And so I always talk about moving from a school system to a system of schools. How are we more nimble? How are we leaner? How are we more adaptive? You know, I'm at schools every week and I see the brilliance of school leaders and educators who have great ideas. And unfortunately, so many times they're held back by whether that's the ed code or various contracts or the board policy. And so I really want to kind of liberate 
our schools to let educators thrive. And so that's been one of my priorities. I ran on a platform that was an acronym. It was LIGHT, and it stood for Local Control, Innovation, Great Choices for Every Family, Human Capital Improvement and Support of Our Educators, and then Transparency. And so those still are the five buckets that I try to work in, you know, making sure that we are set up for success financially. We are supporting our educators, that we're recruiting our educators, that we do provide a portfolio of options for families from magnet schools to neighborhood schools, to dual immersion schools, to early ed centers, to our public charter schools, and that we're really parent focused. And then again, that we prioritize some of this local control and autonomy. I mean, I started my education at Kendra Canyon Elementary, which is in Board District 4. And then I taught in Markham in Board District 7. Those are two schools with different needs, and we need to equip those schools differently and equitably support those educators. So right now I'm excited about supporting the superintendent and his 100-day plan. Obviously, we need to figure out how to continue to support students and staff as they recover from COVID academically, but also socio-emotionally and, and mentally. Awesome. I love that light kind of analogy, charting your new course for LA schools. So looking ahead, what are some of the things that you're working toward as you continue to build this new relationship with our superintendent, but also continuing your leadership in Board District 4 and as the VP of the Board of Ed for LA Unified? Yeah, so there's the macro priorities and then the more local priorities. I'm really privileged to represent some great communities of schools. I also just picked up Reseda as part of redistricting. So over the last few weeks, I've been out in Reseda getting to know my new schools. And, you know, in each community, we have discrete projects we're working on, whether that's the comprehensive modernization of Taft, of Venice, which we just finished, of Fairfax, which I just selected as one of my schools, of Reseda High School, which is about to start, of SOSIS. Or pathways, you know, Richland Elementary School is a, a French immersion school in my district. And we're adding a middle school component to make it a K-8 because we have so many families coming who want to continue. We're trying to reopen early ed centers. There's just a lot of exciting priorities in every community to think about how to create these new pathways. At the macro level, the board worked hard over the last year to come up with these four board goals, literacy, numeracy, college and career readiness, and then the more holistic student support. And so working with the superintendent, you know, this 100-day plan sets up the process for the strategic plan that I've been asking for for a while, but I really want to help uh, influence what goes into that strategic plan, which will be the roadmap for the district for the next four to five years. And I do think it, it needs to be about that expansion of early education, college and career pathways. I still think it's not acceptable that fewer than 50% of our students graduate eligible for UC or Cal State systems. But at the same time, I hear from a lot of parents about career pathways, CTE, career technical education. And I think it's not an either or, it's a both and. But how do we set students up for success in, in college or careers? You know, a big priority of mine with my constituents is strengthening our middle schools. I see that we're losing a lot of families to other options at middle school. I was a middle school teacher, so this is close to my heart. So how do we get families not just to join us for elementary school, but to feel like they can have their entire educational pathway with LA Unified. I also am a big proponent of, of fun and play. Obviously, I run a camp, and so I'm excited about expanding the district's outdoor education opportunities. I think every kid every day should be outside. I was just at Emerson Middle School this morning with our Enrich LA partners in the school garden, and so there's a lot of the greening projects. So as you can see, there's a lot we want to do. You know, I'm motivated and excited to be able to do it. 
Well, I appreciate that you mentioned you picked up Reseda High School. That is one of our practitioner schools. And I know you have been at one of our practitioner schools where we've seen you dance for the Computer Science Ed Week. They're getting your moves with Sophia. And I like the remodernization of Taft. That's close to my heart as I graduated from Taft High School. I also liked how you mentioned the macro and micro level from strategic plan, roadmaps, college career pathways, CTE, strengthening the middle schools because as a parent, right, that's all and important as well as what goes on with our students. But as we wrap up, what might be your final thoughts for our listeners? Well, I just think that as you just alluded to, there's so many exciting things happening in LA Unified. And sometimes we just need to do a better job of marketing those options. You know, there really is a place for everyone, whether you are a student, a parent, an employee, we have so many exciting things. And I would say, you know, just come on in, come check out all the great offerings we have. You know, whether that's our adult programs, our early ed programs, our dual immersion pathways, our ITI and STEAM magnet programs, our athletic facilities, our outdoor ed stuff, our gardening. I mean, there's just, there's so much and there really is a place for everyone. And come on in, open your eyes to what's happening in LA. And I think you'll see incredible things. And we need to continue to find ways to support our educators, which we're working on. But I think especially from the digital citizenship and ITI piece is like we are preparing students for jobs that don't yet exist. And it's exciting. And when I am in classrooms, I mean, especially over the last few years with COVID, I get every day, it's like, oh, it must be so hard to be on a school board. I'm like, I love my job because I get to be in classrooms. Yes, I was in virtual classrooms for a bit, but now we're back in person and I get to see so many incredible things and the bright minds of tomorrow are being molded today. And we have the people who are gonna solve the world's greatest challenges. So it's exciting and you know, come join us, whether you're a family, come to one of our local public schools, whether you're an employee, a business partner, come. There's a place for everyone in LA Unified and we're eager to open our doors to you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Melvin. I love that you love your job. Those are the kinds of people we need in our board district. We will be following you as you start to see your vision through of changing our school system to a system of schools. It's really been a pleasure having you on our pod. We appreciate you taking the time out of your super busy day to share with our listeners how you're leading for impacts. So I just want to say once more, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Francisco. Thank you, Sophia. And thanks to the entire division. And, you know, the first board member to join the pod, let's get the bar high. Okay. I, I welcome my colleagues. I challenge you, go on the pod, share your vision, and let's get this out there. This wraps up our episode with board member, Vice President Nick Melvoin of the Los Angeles Unified School District. Thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you on our next episode of the Leading for Impact podcast brought to you by LA Unified Division of Instruction, the Instructional Technology Initiative Team.